So it's a chilly Saturday morning in late November and I've not been out much recently. It's been extraordinarily rainy and dark and miserable. It's uh, approaching 8 o'clock before the sun rises and it's, uh, it's gone down again by 4 so we're in the shortest day's time of the year. But I've decided it's a nice frosty chilly morning and I'm going to head up the hill and uh, if it's not too icy underfoot get to the bench I usually sit at and see if the dawn looks as pretty as it promises to. Where the sun comes up beyond Kinder is now the cloud has descended into an absolute sea of grey murk although it's kind of sculptural grey murk this morning so it is rather pretty. The light is actually quite astonishing and the valley is absolutely bathed in a grass frost. It is about zero degrees centigrade at the moment and uh, yeah, it, it is actually quite chilly, but um, my worry at the moment is whether I get back down the hill because <laughs> it's a lot icier descending than it is walking up. And uh, whilst I managed quite easily to get up the hill, I'm looking down now and thinking, well, maybe it might be tricky, but uh, the grass frost is gorgeous. I don't think the light's going to get a lot better. I can see the pink sky trails of uh, aircraft flying in the direction of the sun and uh, just appearing on and off between the clouds and that is as ever beautiful. The colours of dawn can be quite astonishing up here but I suspect not so much today. Having unprecariously managed to make my way down the, the steeper part of the hill I stopped at the gate of a field where I sometimes, not often, but sometimes see a barn owl flying. doesn't appear to be around today. I've put a longer lens on just in case. Over to my right, the sky just above the horizon has got a very soft pink to it. But that's the direction the clouds are going, so Manchester should be getting that later. Again, over the over Kinder behind me, the clouds are still rich. There's a, a yellowness to the sky, and uh, the TV transmitter is just standing stark against a bright dawn, but that's about the only point of light on the horizon at the moment. No barn owl today, unfortunately. But I've got my camera, I've got my long lens. I'm uh, going to go for plan B and head down to the duck pond. See you later. Of course, halfway down the hill I discovered that I've left the manual focus setting on the uh, the long lens, which means that a lot of pictures I thought were going to be beautiful are now quite blurry. But never mind, we, we live, we learn. It's my own fault. It was to do, trying to take pictures of the moon in the week and, and needing it to be on manual focus for that to work. Anyway, we're heading down the hill now, as you can hear, possibly. The uh, cockerel in the garden is uh, crowing. The morning has arrived. Dawn is up. In fact, there are various across the valley, I can hear. A lot of people keep chickens. A lot of people keep get their own eggs. And so, I'm nearly at the bottom of the hill now. I do like the way the, the bare trees pick out the magpie nests. It's very difficult for me to get a good picture of them because of the... Uh, the telephone wires and the electric wires and things, but uh, I, I do like the way that suddenly the, 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 the skeleton of the tree shows you this, and it's gorgeous. Ooh, there's a wren. Hello. I do like the way the frost picks out the slates of the roofs of the houses uh, in, in this sort of morning, and sometimes the um, jackdaws. A lot of people don't like jackdaws, but the jackdaws do actually cooperate in terms of trying to be picturesque against the skyline 
and uh, normally when I see a jackdaw and I line up my camera on it, it flies off immediately. They seem to be quite cowardly birds in many ways. Bullies, but cowards. <laughs> kind of normal. But anyway, so um, the ice, or the frost, just resting on the rooftops and on the grass. It's quite beautiful, really. That's the familiar sound of someone with their engine running, scraping ice off their car. As you can see, we're back on the road now. So there's uh, slightly more traffic than when we were out uh, in, on the more country roads. Um, but I'm, I'm walking down to the duck pond now. Um, and it's, uh, it is very frosty everywhere. But uh, what I do is I tend to stop at the river because occasionally... I see dippers. I'm always very fond of a dipper. Uh, very, very occasionally I see a kingfisher, but I don't expect to see a kingfisher, did I? But um, if I can see the dippers on the river, I'm usually a lot happier. Part of the uh, riverside was sold off. Uh, the fishing rights were sold off uh, recently. And so they've actually stripped a lot of the river back, which in some ways, I don't know, it means I've seen fewer dippers. Oh, there's a magpie. Fewer dippers, but equally I've seen... Um, when I do see them, I can see them clearly without branches in front. So, so it's got a kind of... Uh, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? I mean, it keeps the countryside alive. Anyway, I'm going to try not to slip as I negotiate this particularly steep part of the road. There were a group of gentlemen uh, all wrapped up against the cold weather, standing at the bus stop, so I had to negotiate my way around the, uh, on the road. And I thought, oh dear, they look a bit threatening. I thought they were like, they were going to, I don't know why I thought they were threatening particularly. They were older than I was, but nevertheless. And then, um, I think that was the bus they were waiting for. But then as I walked around them, they um, remarked upon the two ducks flying over. And they weren't sure which ducks they were, so maybe they were going bird watching too. You never know. It's kind of strange, really. I then greeted a person with his dog. It's a very beautiful dog, which resembled the dog a colleague of mine has. So that's at least meant I didn't just have to stand there looking petrified of the actual dog. And now uh, we're getting to the first place the road crosses the river. And sometimes there are dippers here. I'm really astonished by how high the river is. I mean, we've had a lot of rain recently, but it still surprises you when you see quite how high it is even now. Not much sign of the dippers. I suspect a lot of them might be put washed downstream and I don't know. It's early enough in the morning for them to be here. I'll go and have a look at the second crossing point. Ooh, a cat just sitting in an icy field. Tabby just sitting there. I think it must have a very cold bottom, but I don't know. Maybe it's seen a vole or something. It's hard to say. Certainly seems to be intently looking at the corner of that field. Another dog walker. He says he's seen nothing. I asked him whether we'd seen he'd seen any dippers. Um, so we're at the second crossing point for the river. Um, not much sign of anything this morning. I can hear things, mostly water, but I can hear things. Of course, you can probably just hear the crisp underfoot of the leaves, which are quite frosty this morning and quite salt. No dippers here. Well, while it runs alongside the road, you can really see the the, the depth of the river at the moment and uh, how wild it is. That's one of the weirs, uh, and it's and it's uh, it's really quite. Could do wild water here. 
It's uh, yeah, very rough at the moment. That's uh, quite astonishing. I used to be. I'm near the pylons now. I used to be guaranteed, almost guaranteed, to see a cormorant perched on top of one of them when I came down at the weekend a couple of years ago. I've not seen a cormorant for a while here, though, which is kind of strange. The sky is just catching the pinks and the clouds above the hills. It's very beautiful. I'll switch back to the wider lens for a moment. Uh, some of the some of the treescapes here are just gorgeous. I'm going to take a few pictures. Knew I shouldn't swap lenses. Suddenly the birds start doing interesting things and I'm on the wide lens, but never mind. There you go, three ducks flying over in formation, as they will. They'll probably circle around again in a minute. Still haven't got the hang of getting all my settings on the camera so that the entire picture is, is visible. I had to get the the bottom part of the picture beautifully clear but the sky's bleached out or the sky perfect and you can't see anything on the ground. That's uh, another learning curve I need to do. They've still got the poppies on the lampposts at the moment. As you walk down towards town, all these people who gave their all over a hundred years ago now, I remembered. And it, it is, because the, these ones have got photographs on, so this one I'm approaching now is William Henry Higginbottom. And uh, there's a picture. And uh, yeah, he died on the 30th of April, 1917. Well, we do remember him. On the plus side, I've just remembered that spinny wheel thing I'm supposed to do on the camera. Again, it's amazing, isn't it? You you do this stuff all the time, and then you suddenly realise you've forgotten just things that are basic and obvious, I, uh, and that was one of them. So I'm hoping some of the later pictures, uh, the, the image might be more even across the, the photograph. Let's see, this frost, though, is, is picking out this, this, the ground beautifully, and uh, I think it's going to... Well, hopefully it'll make for some interesting pictures. I'm no expert, but I think it will. just find myself listening to the sounds of the morning sometimes and greeting uh, dog walkers as I've just done who told me it was a grand day and we all prefer it to the rain so at least we're all of one mind on that if nothing else these days I took an awful lot of pictures of that field because the texture of the ground is just gorgeous this morning picked out by the um, by the frost so <laughs> I'll probably look at them later and find them all terribly boring but um, you know there's a lot to be said for just keep on taking the pictures and seeing if something good comes out. A professional, of course, would know that the good ones would come out. But there you go. I think the cars have got a radar for every time I start to hit the record button. But uh, that's the nature of these things, unfortunately. Anyway, I've arrived at the Duck Pond now. One of my favourite places. It's great here. I came here in the spring, really, when, I, when my mind wasn't in a good place either. And I uh, sat here. I think I took a few films. Ah! There we go. Yeah, hello. There's my favourite white duck. Hello. How are you? Yes? Still here? Aren't you a beauty? Aren't you a beauty? But no, it is one of my favourite spots, even though at the moment it seems to be sounding like it's next to a motorway. It really isn't. It's, it's very peaceful here. And, uh, yeah. They're an odd pair. They're a white duck and a mallard, and they seem to go around together all the time. So you're doing together forever, which is nice. I always say they're my favourite ducks. They seem to be the same ones that are here all the time, but 
whether they are is debatable. It could be the fifteenth generation of the same duck. It triggers broom of ducks. You never can tell. But it's a it's a glorious spot, really. You just sit and think. I find, and there's usually something around. I think I did see a a coot or a moorhen just flitting across the water just as I was getting here. But it seems to be just these two ducks today. There's usually a lot more. But then again, time of the year. cold this morning but at least the water's not solid. I've been here at times of year when this pond is basically an ice rink um, which is very pretty but it, it, you do you see sort of frustrated ducks standing on it wondering where the water's gone. Like you two, yes, aren't you beautiful? But um, it's cold but it's uh, it's rather beautiful cold. It's a really it's a really still time of the year. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is one of my favourite places to be. Of course, next to the duck pond is another stretch of the river, which now goes back to another crossing point, where I did once see a kingfisher. I've seen a kingfisher on the pond once as well. But um, I think any day that starts with you seeing a kingfisher is a good one, but uh, I don't have that many days when that happens for obvious reasons. You're following me, aren't you? Hello. I do love this. Uh, this the, the ground's just absolutely coated with the leaves and an old crisp and frost this morning. And it is astonishing, really. It's a beautiful time of the year if you appreciate that kind of thing. You know, I know it's a lot about decay and, and I know some people prefer spring, but I think autumn is just a great time to be out and about. The, your breath on the air, Christmas in the air, you know, on a morning like this when it's not absolutely chucking it down with rain, it's the most fabulous place to be, you know, outdoors, getting your head back together. It's brilliant. Of course, this is rapidly becoming about what I haven't seen. Down by the bridge here, you normally see dippers or wagtails. I've seen neither today. I'm not, I have once, like I say, see a kingfisher here, but again, not today. I used to also regularly see a heron here, but I've not seen one of those for a while. Not in this neck of the woods. Maybe I'm getting here too late in the day. I think maybe it's frightened off when the people start coming. Or not frightened. I don't think herons are frightened of anything very much. But uh, certainly, it used to be, it used to actually be on the crack of 7 o'clock. You could see the heron right by the pond. But I suspect not today. Now, this is the other river crossing point. It's about as far as I go on my walk normally. I just tend to go a little bit further along because you sometimes see dippers. Oh, there we go. What's that? It's a dipper. I was wrong about that. Give me a second. I very briefly saw a dipper before a truck turned the corner and uh, frightened it away. It was doing a kind of triangulation thing, so it might just come back. But uh, maybe that was my dipper for the day. But at least I've seen one, which is good. It means the river's still quite healthy, even though it's fast-flowing at the moment, as you can probably hear. But uh, there are dippers about, and dippers are one of my favourite birds. People tell me they're rare, but I think they're going, possibly they are. I, I, I kind of take them for granted, but we do have them a lot around here, and they are quite simply fascinating, absolutely fascinating. There's a kind of rule of thumb that if you see a grey wagtail, you'll see a dipper. The thing is, the other, it doesn't seem to work the other way around. Occasionally I do see a dipper, but I don't see the wagtails. Such is the way of these things. But um, I saw a dipper. I, I've just gone slightly further upriver just to see if it had flown in this direction, but... I, I suspect I may have had my 
my my dipper fix for the day. Unfortunately, I didn't get a picture of it. Uh, this is the point at which I normally just turn back now and go home. So, um, so I suspect with the uh, lack of other bird life this morning, I suspect that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I don't know where it's gone. It's probably gone back to its nest. I'll go back to the bridge, see if it pops up again. Heading home, or at least heading homewards now. I got struck by a sudden moment of... There was a green leaf, a green and yellow leaf, uh, just by the river there, and I just needed to take its picture because it was just so stark against all the browns and uh, oranges of everything else at the moment. Uh, So, yeah... Occasionally things still catch your eye, even at this time of year. The dipper was back at the bridge. I think I got one shot of it before it uh, upped and flew away again. Hopefully it will actually be a clear one. But um, it went under the bridge. It didn't come out the other side of the bridge, though, so I suspect that's where they're, um, they're living. It's right underneath my feet at the moment as I stand here. But that's a good sign as well. I mean, with all the rain we've had, you do wonder whether things are going to have been washed away. But the fact that... Uh, they still seem to be making a home here. It's probably uh, an encouraging thing. I mean, we did have some terrible rain recently. Um, and the water was very, very high. I mean, it's still quite high, but uh, at least the birds, such as they are, have survived whatever that was. Of course, it's an odd relationship we have with the wildlife, isn't it? I mean, there they are. I mean, they're, they're living under a bridge we built. They must get the cars going over, you know. It's not the busiest bridge in the world, but it must be cars going over, you know, every couple of minutes. And uh, there's the likes of us trudging by and the, and the ones along the road, and as you can hear. And um, it's, But yet there they are. They're, they're, they're living their entire little lives. I say little lives, big lives for them. Sort of next door to us. And I've just caught the uh, sight of these berries with the frost on them, so I'm going to have to take their picture now. The hounds are calling. Briefly back to the pond. I love this bit just near the pond where the bird song in the morning, aren't there? Not as much bird song this time of year, obviously, but the robins still give it a go, and so do the blackbirds and the wrens. So you get uh, not quite the same dawn chorus effect that you get in spring, but uh, it's reassuring somehow. Reassuring. The remains of uh, Halloween pumpkins are still rotting slowly in the uh, undergrowth. I think there must have been some kind of Halloween event here. I suppose it has that sinister thing. Oh, a couple of ducks have just landed on the pond. Let's go and have a look at them. Oh, no, more hens. A couple of more hens, in fact, flapping about. They have an odd relationship with the other birds. It's all mallards. They did did once see a mandarin here. I don't see mandarins here very often. There are places I can go to see mandarins. But the duck pond's thriving at the moment. I do sometimes come here and there's no birds at all. And it's kind of... I worry that they've all... I mean, they're all probably just hunkered down in the um, undergrowth. But but it's uh, it's a healthy pond. I like to think no one's going to build a skyscraper on it. But you never know. I keep calling the white duck my friend. 
<laughs> Come over, my friend. Yes, you are. Aren't you beautiful. But it does. It does seem to. It does seem to come over. So, um, yeah. What are you doing now? What are you doing now? Okay. Swimming around the platform, I suppose. Yeah, it's interesting. You get some silent ducks, but these one, these ones are. Aren't you? Aren't you beautiful? Yes, you are. You're gonna. Eat I'm not gonna. Oh, you're gonna. You're not. It's wagging its tail at me. If I could have a pet duck, you'd be it. I promise you. I don't think you'd like it with me as an owner, though. I think you're better off here, mate. You really are. The other one's just had a bath. I missed the splashing, I just switched the recorder off, but, uh, but yeah, waving his wings around like nobody's business, lovely. A couple more have emerged, it's half a dozen now. It's obviously that time of the morning, coffee, coffee time at the duck pond. Yeah, well, mostly mallards there, even now, apart from this white duck. Um, which doesn't seem to be ostracised. I mean, I don't think they have any kind of racial purity thing going on. But the but, but the mallards of all are mallarding together now, and, and the white one is kind of out on its own and saying, "Can I come and play?" I think, more or less. I don't think it's actually saying, "Can I come and play?" But uh, but there we go. And now they're all congregating in the middle of the pond, and uh, I think it's time I left them to it. Fabulous, fabulous. At least the point about coming to the duck pond is at least you're guaranteed to see some birds, <laughs> which um, you know is a nice thing in itself. Heading home now. The uh, frost is starting to melt. Oh, there go another three ducks flying over, <laughs> and uh, I think I'm going to be in trouble because I'm a bit later than I expected. I've just been trying to photograph a robin. It really wasn't being cooperative, which is unusual for robins. Um, so uh, <laughs> crawling around a bush for a couple of minutes, trying to just get a picture taken. But you can funny, you can sense the sense the air warming. You can sense the ground warming. Even even as I walk along, there's still the ground frost on the ground. It might be here all day, but you can suddenly sense the change. Even in the in the hour or so I've been out, you know, it suddenly feels. Yeah, the sun's up. The day's begun. And I think it's time for all young photography bird watcher, commentator folk to head off home and have a cup of coffee. On my way back, I uh, had a quick game of fox or cat. Turns out it was a cat. But for a moment I got terribly excited that it might, just might have been a fox. There we go. Thank you, you take care and have a good day.